Okay, welcome to another edition of A Personal Trainer's Guide to Wealth Creation. This is Jason Yubanovich, and uh, today, sharp, to the point, and precise when it comes to closing a sale. Now, uh, the one thing that I'll say here right now is that if you're not regularly investing in uh, sales repetition, sales training, sales material, then uh, it could really impact the results you're getting. Now, a quick example, we were um, at the Brisbane Fitness Expo. Uh, this is 2017, uh, October, depending on when you listen to this podcast. And uh, every time that we do uh, the uh, expo, we have a stand there, uh, we always rehearse and go through uh, the procedure of uh, that type of selling where you're trying to meet people first, qualify them, see if they're a trainer, uh, then ask some questions and, and engage in the process. Now, uh, the one thing I notice is, is when I don't do that that setup, even though I've done it for years and years and years, when I don't get that part sorted, don't do that setup right from the start, don't do that regular practice, then it can really mean I'm not on focus and on point and I'm not clear and sharp on what I need to be doing. So sometimes just because you've been doing something for a long time doesn't make you great at it and doesn't mean you're always going to get the results. My example is always driving. Just because you've been driving for 30 years doesn't mean you're a good driver. Maybe you've been a really average driver for a long period of time. So just a quick point to say that we always need to be focusing on those key areas of the business that bring home the bacon. And sales and marketing are, are those two Two bit particular topics that uh, if we start to rest on our laurels, things change, people change, uh, so we've got to keep up to date. So th that's why I'm always, we're always talking about areas such as sales, marketing, lead generation, you know, customer care, because these are the things that really are the, are the ground roots of your business being successful. So today, the, um, the one part of the sales process I want to talk about is... Uh, you know, when it comes time to do the close, uh, I want to just focus on this part because rather than going through a whole sales process, you can get lost. So I'm assuming that, uh, you know, you're good at building the rapport up front. You've done a good question of discovering any pain points, uh, what their limitations are, what's held them back in the past. You've got a clear idea about where they want to be and uh, you've shown them uh, that, that you've shown and demonstrated that you are the right people to help them uh, achieve those goals that they haven't been able to do by themselves so far. So you've been able to overcome their problems or frustrations and you have a solution for them. Uh, now it comes time to the part where you, um, you're you going to start to start to close and wrap up the appointment. Now, what a lot of people do in that situation is what they'll say, or they'll, they'll use words like, how does that feel or how does that sound? And, uh, you know, uh, would you like to move forward? And really, it's um, it, it's a really poor way to wrap up a, a, a sales uh, consult. And uh, I think I've fallen in that trap myself many years ago. But what you got to understand is that by asking questions like "How does that sound? How does that feel?" which is which was a common old school sales practice, you're, you're actually in some shape or form you're asking uh, for the person you're doing the sales consult with, who's not a professional in that area, to give you a critique of it, actually how you went, and that's what you're asking. So we want to uh, we want to stay away from that process. And at this point, we um, if we you, you get a good indication by this stage if someone is looking like a good candidate to sign up or not, right? And so we need to be confident, in control, and assertive at this point. And so the better way to do it, in my opinion, the way that gets a better response, because remember, people pick up on your confidence. It's not always the words you say that does have a part of it, but it picks up on how confident. Now, you can have the most proven method script to uh, do a sales process, but if you don't back it up with 
the energy that that matches up with the words, then it's you're going to lose the sale. People will pick up on your energy and your confidence. So. Uh, the way that we would would move someone on to that next part where we're moving to the close would be uh, once once you've done your part, they all they're they're clear on it. The next thing out of your mouth, next way out of your mouth will be right. Here's what happens next. And so what we're starting to do here is that we're starting to get them to start to picture themselves as a client. So by saying, rather than saying, how does that sound? How does that feel? You know, we'd like to move forward. We go, right, okay, now here's what happens next. And then that's when you go and start to explain, right, what you'll do is from this point, we'll start to lock in the times you can train. Uh, we'll, we'll be we'll be figuring out your eating rate, your eating plan, or whatever it is that you do next to get a client started is that's the next thing out of your mouth. Now, to do then a next part of that would be called a trial close, where a trial close is, is to simply to see if they're, you know, they are on the same page as you and they're ready to move forward, or maybe you need to overcome some objections. Objections are great uh, because that means they're interested, they just maybe haven't got all the information yet, so we need to stay relaxed and calm and uh, address them. Or on the flip side, they're going to be saying yes to this next trial close. Now, a trial close can be something like, uh, uh, you know, what we're doing is seeing is there any objections at that point. So you might go, right, uh, you know, to to pay for the, uh, for the for this program, are you going to be using a credit card or a debit card? Uh, and again, what we're doing there is if they go, oh, look, um, yeah, look, I'm not sure yet if, um, you know, I could do this, blah, 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 then then you're under overcoming objections. On the flip side, they'll go, I'll, probably, I'll be using a debit card uh, or, you know, a debit card to pay for it or, you know, I'll be uh, using a credit card to do it because I'll get the points, whatever they may say. You go, great. Then it might be, you go, look, uh, now it's, uh, you know, it looks like a morning at 6 a.m. is the ideal time to train for you. So we'd like to uh, like to get that sorted now. So uh, is it Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday at uh, 6 o'clock, that sound like the ideal time for you to, to start the train? Yep, beautiful. Uh, last trial close would be okay. So the email I've got here, because I'm going to send you uh, some more documents uh, before we get started, just to uh, to help accelerate the process. Uh, is this the best email? Is I see that you got a home e- email address or a work email address. Which is the best one to to keep on our record to make sure you get all the uh, the follow up information from us. And then they're going to tell you. So what you can see is there was almost three additional trial closes there, um, you know, to really assess if there's anything that's going to stop someone from getting started. Uh, and then, of course, right, you go, right, okay, so then uh, that's all good, green light, green light, green light. You go, right, okay, great. Well, I've got the uh, the paperwork here now, so what we'll do is um, yeah, just whip out your credit card. You say that's the one you're going to use, and uh, I'll get you to read the numbers out for me, you know, yeah. If it's in uh, person, then you, of course, a lot of our consults will be in person over the phone. Uh, so if it's uh, in person, you say, okay, I'll get your credit card out for me. And what I'll do is I'll, uh, I'll start to complete this part of the paperwork for you. And then away we go. So all those things, the trial closes, uh, of course, and, uh, you know, really shows you where the, where the uh, client is at. So like I said, very short, sharp and to the point today. Uh, you know, the whole idea is, uh, again, the confidence that comes through. Uh, and then that you are trial closing, you're seeing if there's any objections that you need to overcome. But it's also that segue into when you are moving into the sales part, the closing, that uh, you simply then start to uh, get them to picture themselves as being a client and you want to avoid any questions that 
I guess, you know, puts it back on, uh, you know, them having the control and the process because you're really running the show. You're dictating, you know, how it's going to play from this part. So, again, you've got to stay, stand your ground, stay confident, stay assertive. And, uh, you know, if you really do believe you can help this person as a client, you can. that's how you've got to, uh, you know, present yourself. Uh, I've seen some of the so, some people that are really, really confident when it comes to close a sale, start to stutter and stammer and, you know, lose that now if you don't 100% follow the wording or the scripting that uh that I was talking about now uh and look I do I really do encourage you to have a a script that you use for the closing the rapport building part the questions you're going to ask well that's not as important to have that part uh scripted but the the close part I would really make sure that you're aware of all the possible objections that you do get um you know, buying questions that people get, that you get presented with, and make sure you're very confident overcoming them. You feel very capable of overcoming those objections, and that you have a really clear process for how you close a sale. That so it works 99.9% of the time. You no, know, no salesperson always gets 100% conversion rate. It just doesn't happen. The best, the best. It doesn't matter. It doesn't that doesn't that's not the case. But having a proven script that you do close with is going to be very important. Again, no point doing all that hard work, building rapport, overcoming some of their. Um, you know, maybe objections up front, doing all that part to then, uh, you know, crumble when it comes time to to close the sales. So uh, have a script, but, but at the end of the day, if you happen to go off it, it's going to be your confidence, your ability to stay calm, confident, assertive, and in control at that point that, in my opinion, will really, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, ensure that you're conversion rate really accelerates and stays high now again otherwise it just makes business so much harder if you're not investing or not getting good in that area it blows my mind that uh you know it's so easy to uh not address this area run stories in our minds i don't like sales or the uh, they were hopeless or no they didn't want to pay the money and and whinge about it no, the real solution is if you're not spending time, you haven't educated yourself in this area, then you really need to get coaching in it because it's costing your business a fortune for every lost opportunity. You only have to sit there and work out what's the average dollar sale. If you've worked out, like on average, a client stays with me for six months, one year, and on average, they do two sessions per week and you work out what that is. Let's just, be, let's just make it easy. Uh, the average client spends 100 bucks with me a week. Uh, over the course of a month, it's four hundred dollars. Over the course of a year, if they stay with you for a bit of year, it's about four and a half grand, five grand. Now, for every uh, sales appointment that you don't close because you're not good in this area and you haven't de- dedicated the time, energy, and effort, then you can say, "Well, that's just cost me five thousand dollars right there and then." Um, times out by, you know, if you've had you've missed ten appointments due to that lack of that it's now fifty thousand. so this is why i really want to ram home that uh when you go to invest in business coaching sales coaching marketing coaching and that some what i hear a lot of is that people looking at that upfront cost of the cost of getting a coach and mentor and it's really about finding the right coach and mentor someone who you respect admire they can show they've got a track record all that stuff blah 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 but then I, I, I see people balk at it, go, oh, yeah, it's going to cost me, you know, twelve, fifteen thousand. But let's look at what's the reality of, you know, what it's cost you so far. And it always far outweighs the cost of getting a solution, right? So 
I just gave you one example. That's just 10 missed sales consults that you haven't converted over, you know, over a course of one month, two months, three months, no matter how, how it is, how much does it actually cost you and lost revenue versus to be able to find a solution for it? Or do you just keep battling along hoping it changes? Now, it's the same thing as clients that you have that delay, 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 getting an expert like yourself to help them get into shape and not only just to stay in shape, to feel better, more body confident, uh, you know, reduce diabetes, cancer, all these other high risks. It is a lot more economical for them to invest in that, as we know, than it would be then to get major surgery, uh, expensive medicine, all that stuff. So you really need to change your mindset and flip that until to it's an investment that you're making, not an expense. The expense is not addressing the issue, and that's really the that's really the problem that I see, and that's the big learning for me many years ago. I used to look at the cost of something like this. Right. However, it would be easy for me to go and blow 40, 50 grand on a car, right? Get yourself into debt for that versus something that's going to ultimately not only uh, make your business thrive, make you more money, have a better lifestyle, uh, you know, be able to help more people and, and feel more relaxed about the process. So, all right, well, that's my tip today. I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope you've at least taken one or two things away that you can action immediately. And uh, stay tuned for our next podcast. It's going to be, um, you know, we're going to keep rolling these out. Obviously, we um, we really love what we do and helping you. Now, if you're sitting here listening to this and you resonated with anything I just said then about getting help, look, you know, it it does not hurt just to reach out. You know, you can go to our website, www.createptwealth.com.au. You can go to our Facebook page, type in Create PT Wealth into the search and you'll you'll see us come up. There'll be an opportunity to message us. Uh you know, email us at lynn at createptwealth.com.au and just take that first step to inquire. We'd love to chat to you. You'll find there's no pressure, no obligation, no nothing. However, it may just be the most important decision you ever make rather than sitting there trying to do it all alone, stressing about it, and then ultimately have your business fail or crash because we didn't take that first step. So really encourage you, if that's you listening to this, then yeah, yeah, take that first step, take action, and uh, we'd love to chat to you. All right, it's bye for me, bye for me and uh, stay tuned to the next podcast real soon.